Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Protection is the nothing personal word of the day. It's Tuesday, October 11th, 2022, back from across the pond. And to me, it's all about protection. Watching the NFL in London this weekend, which we're going to talk about when we get to the picks of the day and talk about what it's like for the NFL players to be in London, what it's like for fans over in London. But we got to talk about protection because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of quarterbacks being treated as though they're playing a different game, but only some quarterbacks. Let's go back to Tom Brady, the 45-year-old. I give him credit. We've called him the GOAT. He's got seven rings, family issues. We all have family issues. Off-the-court issues, we all have off-the-court issues. When you're playing and you're being paid to play, you're a player. It doesn't matter whether you're the greatest of all time or not. I agree that there are different standards in terms of how the greatest are treated, right? You want to protect them. So off the field, you get protected. You get a few extra days off. You get to go to the Bahamas with your children. You get to do all sorts of things that maybe other players are not allowed to do. You get to not practice on Wednesdays. We've covered it all. But when it starts impacting an actual outcome, I have a problem. And this problem goes back... And we are all a victim of our past. This problem goes back to the way Michael Jordan got treated against the Knicks, where if you lay a finger on him, it's and one or he goes to the line for two. So if you're down by one or up by one in the closing seconds, the ball goes to Jordan, he drives, you're going to get a foul, a dish, you're going to lose. That's how it is. We know in the NBA, the better players get calls. We find that to be questionable. When you run a team, you find it to be infuriating. But remember that every football team, every football game counts as over 10 baseball games, right? 17 versus 162. You like my math there when you've won three in a row in football. It's like winning 30 in a row in baseball and how amazing that is and how good you should feel. I get it. So Tom Brady is playing. They're only up six points to the Falcons. They're driving. Falcons stop them on third down. Brady gets sacked. And for whatever reason, they call a roughing the passer on a guy named Grady Jarrett. Doesn't matter who he is. He grabbed Brady around the waist, twisted him around, not like Tua, not like a ragdoll. It's called a sack. 
I actually believe that someone like Lawrence Taylor or Reggie White, I'm not even sure they'd be good in the NFL right now. The NFL is so interested in protecting against concussions. They are? No. The NFL, we told you, just changed the rules on concussions again because Tua got one, because we all saw what no one ever wants to see on a football field just a week earlier. So the NFL changes the rules, and all of a sudden, you've got referees who go into a game knowing that they're going to do everything they can to make sure that every defensive player knows you do not screw with Tom Brady. Okay, is that because he's not a mobile quarterback? Let's assume that's the case. All right, we have a rule in football. If you are a quarterback who stays in the pocket and you pass the ball mostly, you don't run a lot, you're not a dual threat, let's assume that the NFL has gone to you as a group of umpires and referees and said, hey, we've got to be careful of these guys. But if it's a dual threat quarterback, let's say like Lamar Jackson, who gets thrown around as well, nah, no penalty, don't call that. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? So the NFL gets through Sunday, they get to Monday, and there's Derek Carr. He gets sacked, stripped, turnover, roughing the passer because a defensive player who stripped the ball, which is what you're taught, it's all you want to do when you're a defensive end, when you are a linebacker, when you are a a safety who is Um, blitzing, you are trying to strip the ball. It's what you're taught from the minute you put on pads. Strips the ball, roughing the passer, no turnover. Chiefs go on to win the game. Dear Roger and dear competition committee, what's the object of football? What do you want fans to do? You want us to do fantasy. You want us to gamble. What about our interest in the gladiator type of football, the hard hits, the running starts? Every rule that you've changed has tried to limit the things that fans want most because you know fans aren't going anywhere because of the other reasons fans engage in your game. But you've changed the game to the point that it does not even resemble the NFL of 10, 15, 20 years ago. And that doesn't make it better. That makes it worse. So I workshopped a plan. Coke and I workshopped it before the show today. And here's what I want to do. And Coca disagrees, but I'm going to explain why I disagree with Coca, who disagrees with me. I want quarterbacks and defensive players and offensive players, everybody on the field, take off your helmet. Let's go back to the Frank Gifford days. Put on those leather caps, get rid of the face masks. You know what you're gonna get rid of? Concussions. But Coca said no, he disagrees. He said, hey, you ever watch rugby? Yes, I have watched rugby. I've seen the broken bones, I've seen players get concussions, I've seen them get hit in the head, but I don't see rugby players necessarily leading with their head going full speed. There, It's more of a scrum sort of craziness where you're trying to kill each other in a pile. It's like a, a fumble every single play. There's hitting that goes on, of course. But if the NFL were so interested in taking care of players, specifically quarterbacks, then change the equipment. Stop trying to make the equipment where players feel no fear. 
and they disguise it. We've improved our helmets. There's way more padding. They don't look as cool, but they're way more effective ray concussions. Horsaki. They're not more effective toward concussions. What they're doing is making players say, hey, I can now, instead of taking a 20-yard start, I can take a 30-yard start, run 20 miles an hour because they're all fast, lean, fit, and athletic, and I'm going to hit someone as hard as I can. Oh, no, is that number 12? Or then we had a better idea, a different idea, not a better idea. How about putting the quarterbacks in the red vests that you wear during practice so that the defensive players know, hey, don't touch him. How about putting flags on the quarterbacks? So it's tackle football for everyone, but flag football for the quarterback. So when you get to the quarterback, you pull the flag like you're seven, and that's it, the play ends. Or here's another idea. How about it's 13 against 11, where you have two extra people, like in Stratego, when you can surround the flag with bombs, but you can leave only one opening. Let's say that we can surround the quarterback with offensive linemen, Maybe it'll work, maybe it won't work. And there's sort of one area where the quarterback has a pocket to throw the ball where he could get hit. I think the competition committee should sit down and figure it out because right now it is absolute travesty watching these games decided because they're so busy protecting players who if you can't take a hit, don't play. If you don't want there to be hits, change the equipment, change the rules. But don't tell us as fans that you're calling it evenly. Find me one Ravens fan who thinks they're calling it evenly. Tom Brady, if you can't take a hit, go pick up your kids from school. We are now five games into the NFL season. Before you think that it's too soon to fire coaches, this is the equivalent of mid to late May in the baseball season. It's hard to believe because football just started, but that is where we are in the football season. And right around mid to late May, you're looking at your team and you're saying, ooh, we're not as good as we thought. We're exactly what we thought. We're better than we thought. Or you have owners who say, I should have done this during the off season. I'm gonna do it today. Matt Rule, you are the next contestant on Nice Try. He got a huge deal from David Tepper owner of the Carolina Panthers, to be their coach. He won, what did he go, Coca? 17 and 27 in three years, to 11 and 27, just three bad years. And he finally gets himself fired. And I was fine with him being fired, it doesn't matter, we thought he'd be fired. I thought I actually had to wait to see that he would not survive his contract. But either way, what was really amazing to me was David Tepper, the owner, David Tepper is the one, as you recall, go back to this segment, it's a good one. I don't know, Coco, whether people can search segments or not, but if you go back, David Tepper's the one who started a shell company to start construction on a practice facility, and when public financing stopped, he took the company bankrupt, stopped building the practice facility, and bailed. He is a hard, tough business person. Great, billionaire, in. Tell me what, you can't do, you can't own a team. David Tepper took the microphone, I give him credit for that, and he had some quotes that were amazing. Here we go. There might have been a little loss of intensity on the field yesterday compared to the first four games. 
I'm still learning, quite frankly, Tepper said. Okay. Owners do this a lot, and mediocre team presidents do it. I've been guilty of it. I have. You watch a game, and you say your team has no energy. The manager's lost the clubhouse. They're not playing with any focus. They're not playing with any urgency. And what really is happening is the opposing team's pitcher is better than your offense. Or in football, you're playing a team who's better because your team is not. But you can say, hey, we don't look intense out there. You can try to be as intense as you want. I picture this. If you're on Nothing Personal with David Sampson YouTube channel, this is my version of intensity when I'm arm wrestling Joe Klecko. Here it is. Ready? Ooh, I'm intense. I haven't moved an inch because I'm getting crushed because I'm not as strong as Joe Klecko or Mark Gaston or why I'm talking about the sack exchange. I have no idea where that came in my head right now. But just picture anyone I'm arm wrestling because... My muscle mass is measured negative integers, not positive. So here I go. Oh, God, I'm intense. Oh, yes, I'm well coached. I'm playing for my coach. I love you, coach. I'm so good. Oh, I just lost. I could have been coached by Vince Lombardi. The Carolina Panthers could have been coached by Vince Lombardi, Dan Reeves, Tom Landry, Bill Belichick with Tom Brady, and they'd still stink. So he watches and says, this was a game where we didn't have intensity, so I'm going to fire the coach. Be better than that, Tepper. So what you do when you fire a coach midseason is you bring on another manager or another coach. We'll mention the Philadelphia Phillies later. They fired Joe Girardi. Look how your Phillies are doing now, Joe Girardi. So Rob Thompson was brought in as the interim. The Phillies play great. They make the playoffs. He's rewarded with a two-year deal. That's sort of how it goes in the life of an interim coach. It's the unwritten, it's the unspoken. When we hire an interim coach or an interim manager, done that many times before, we don't sit with them and say, hey, just FYI, this is probably a temporary gig. Good luck. We say every time, listen, we uh, take over. We, we believe in you. We want you to make changes that you think are in the best interest of the team as long as they're changes that we tell you to do as the front office. We'll tell you exactly who to play and how to play them. But you go get them. Do it for the bipper. So David Tepper gets up there and poor Steve Wilkes. He gets brought in as the interim coach for a team that's not going to get better. It's not as though they're all of a sudden going to rebound and make the playoffs. And he said that he's not ruling out considering Steve Wilkes for the job if their on-field product improves. There's 12 games left, so it's like 120 MLB games, plenty of time. So he said during the press conference, he's in a position to be considered for that position. I had a talk with Steve, no promises were made. But if he does an incredible job, he has to be in consideration. O-M-G. One of the things that you learn when you're a leader is that it's really important to motivate the followers because you need them to keep following you. Even when you're going into dead, dead ends in an alley, you just want them to go anywhere. Hey, you're going off a cliff right this way. Hey, how come you're not leading anymore? No, I'm just letting you in the door first. Oh my God, I just jumped off a cliff and fell 400 feet. Yeah, exactly. 
You don't go into your coach and you don't say, hey, listen, do me a favor. Just do the best you can. I'm not going to make any promises, but just be incredible. It's like Coca motivating me before nothing personal. Let's have a show, Dave. Let's be better. Let's be great. Let's have some energy. Can you imagine Steve Wilkes looking at coach at, at his owner <laughs> when Tepper says that? Just be incredible. Do an incredible. What does that mean? Lose by fewer? 12 games to go. Hey, coach, we lost eight out of 12. We went four and eight, but I'm telling you, we had terrific intensity. Look at the preparation that we had, David. I deserve consideration. It's not even like I'm going to get the job on a permanent basis. I don't even want to beg to get the deal that you gave Matt Rule, who completely sucked the entire time he coached. But I'm going to be in consideration. Okay. So Matt Rule was 11 and 27. 1 and 27 when the opponent scores 17 points. Okay. That's a good one, Coca. Do you remember Steve Wilkes, the name? Those of you major football fans, if not, it doesn't matter. He had a chance to coach the Arizona Cardinals, but it didn't quite work out again. He's totally screwed. The Panthers are screwed. The NFL, I'm so sick and tired of the NFL right now. And there are everybody's. You're not allowed to criticize. Hey, everyone get together. It's CBS. We remember this is the NFL. This is our B and B baby. And I don't mean bed and breakfast, bread and butter, all these networks. NFL can do no wrong. They're right. Wait, you know what? The bottom line is the NFL should be paying attention to what CBS wants because CBS is the one paying the money. Oh no. Let's make sure we do genuflecting tired of it. I'm also tired of reboots and extra movies of great movies. Terrible transition. I watched Confess Fletch. When we come back, I'm going to review it. Spoiler alert, I'm furious at the movie Confess Fletch. And then we're going to talk about Draymond Green. I'm just in one of those moods today. Maybe I just landed and I have jet lag a little bit, but I don't. I'm totally fine. I've been up for four hours, but I'm totally fine. But I got to talk about Draymond Green. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Welcome back to Nothing Personal. We're back. Thank heavens. So put your hand to heaven and pray. I always like that song by Breathe. No one likes it. Hands to heaven. Check it out. And while you're there, rate, review, follow us wherever. We're everywhere. So just tell your friends about Nothing Personal. We don't like missing a day. 
really, it felt weird. Did you guys feel weird that there was no show yesterday? Because Coke and I were talking about it, and we depend on you the way you depend on us, and it just felt darn wrong. Spent $16 or $18 to go see Confess Fletch with John Hamm. Big FO MLB, big friend of Major League Baseball. Good guy, had a chance to meet him a couple times. That's not a flex, he's just a baseball guy. He likes being around baseball people. He's not Chevy Chase. I don't mean current Chevy Chase, I mean old Chevy Chase. Now, Gregory McDonald wrote a bunch of books about Fletch, who is an investigative journalist, and one of them is the basis of a movie called Confess, Fletch. Fletch is being charged with or investigated for a murder, and our friend Roy Wood Jr. is in the movie. Hey, Roy, you're the best part of the movie. And I'm not saying that means you're gonna be nominated, because I don't suspect you will be. But I gotta tell you, I was very impressed with the job you did. And that's not just because I know you. You made the most of a bad script. You made the most of a bad plot. You made the most of the fact that no jokes hit. You and your partner had some good banter back and forth. The original Fletch is one of the best comedies ever made. The most often quoted. You know, every time I say John Cocktoasten or Dr. Rosen Rosen, Dr. Rosen Penis, that's all Fletch. Hey, using the whole fist doc. Hey, Babar, that's a children's book. Have any of those? Children? No. Books? <laughs> There's a million lines. Hey, can I borrow your towel, Dana Wheeler Nicholson? My car got run over by a water buffalo. Confess Fletch is a hard pass. Take the hour and a half and go watch the original Fletch. It still does well today, I promise. So sometimes Coke and I have disagreements. It's why we're so good. Uh, we're such a good team. It's just us, two of us. Nothing personal is brought to you by two people every day. That's it. No staff, no extras, no help, no nothing. Two people. We're together a lot, virtually, but it's amazing, actually, Coco. We built the show. We're not even in an office together. But we're on uh, Skype or FaceTime or Zoom or speak every day, several times a day, speak to more than I speak to people I'm related to. I mean, he's become family. Your family, Coca. I mean, without the perks. Oh, I just took a drink without muting. Sorry, here, I'm gonna mute and drink right now. Ready? Mute, mute, back. So, Coke and I have disagreements. Some of them are intellectual. Some of them are borderline childlike. Sometimes they end quickly. Sometimes they fester for a couple hours. Never overnight like a spouse, don't go to bed angry. Don't drive angry. Watch Groundhog Day is one of the four movies on the plane yesterday. That's just a perfect plane movie, isn't it, right? You can just watch Groundhog Day over and over. So the way you handle disagreements at work, when you're at work and you really can't stand someone you work with and everyone listening to this has someone who you work with who you don't like, when you have someone in your family, it's like nails on a chalkboard. You just want to, ah! What don't you do? Punch someone in the face. Draymond Green was at practice with the Golden State Warriors, defending champion Golden State Warriors, preseason Golden State Warriors, getting ready to go. 
there's something that happens. He goes to Jordan Poole and punches him in the face. We covered that. What we didn't know at the time is someone was videoing. And then we didn't know that someone was going to release the video to TMZ for money. The Golden State Warriors have spent every minute since that video came out doing one thing and one thing only. And it's so wonderful. When you run a company, let's say you're the president of a company, and two of your employees get into a fist fight, and it gets posted. And you spend the entire time saying, I don't want to address what caused two people to want to punch each other. I don't want to talk about the fact that I'm about to fire the guy who punched the other person. But I'm going to spend the lion's share of my time trying to figure out who leaked the video and who sold the video to TMZ. We're going to get bank records. We're going to get phone records. It's like me trying to find leaks in our front office when we were doing trades or signings. We did a lot of stuff to find leaks. But you don't make that the public priority when there's a physical altercation and that one of your players committed a crime. Draymond Green, you committed a crime. And you know what players do? All athletes do this when they commit a crime or when they commit adultery or when they have drug problems or sex problems or anything. What do they do? I'm going to take some time away right now. Or when they say something bad. Oh, let's do that in a row, Coco. Ready? Four, six, nine. What players do when they have a drug problem or they have a, they get caught committing adultery or they say things that are cancelable, they all do the same thing, whether you're Woods or Mickelson or anybody else. I'm going to go in rehab and I'm going to work on myself or I'm going to take some personal time and I'm really going to reflect on the pain that I've caused to the family and friends of the individual I punched in the head. I'm going to deal with the fact that I'm a sex addict and that will help explain why I committed adultery with 69 women. I am going to do some serious reflection of why I said it's okay to do business with Saudi Arabia. I'm going to take a minute here and really better myself. Draymond Green followed the script. Draymond Green is taking a leave of absence from the Golden State Warriors. Really? Is that another word for suspension? Draymond Green is taking a leave so he can reflect. I love this. We all reflect when we do something bad. Why not reflect before you do the thing that's going to cause you to reflect? That's what I do. Pre-reflection. Premature reflection. Premature protection reflection can always help you from not having to make a public statement and take a leave of absence. What exactly is Draymond going to reflect on? I figured it out. He's going to reflect on his anger issues or what causes him to think that he, it's okay to punch someone. Draymond Green, who's got this big podcast and he's like an analyst for TNT or ESPN or some network talking about basketball. He's going to reflect on why he didn't use his words, which is what we tell our four-year-olds. Use your words. Don't scream. Don't hit. Use your words. I don't care what Jordan Poole was doing during the practice. I don't care what anyone's doing in your office. 
I don't care if they're not working hard. I don't care if they did bad work. I don't care if they didn't show up. I don't care if they did something to get you fired. I don't care what they did. You're not allowed to punch them. That's actually a crime. So the Golden State Warriors, instead of dealing with the issue, are going to try to figure out who's videoing. Now, in a practice, you can look at the angle of the video. You can figure out who is sitting where. You do some interviews. You figure it out. You don't have subpoena powers. You're not going to get, like, bank records. TMZ is not going to tell you. They're like a law firm. They're like your priest, your rabbi. Whatever you say to TMZ, mom's the word. You're totally covered. I wonder whether we think it's cool because we watch hockey and wait for the fights, or we watch NASCAR and wait for the crashes, or we watch football and wait for the hard hits. We just don't want to see any of the spasms, or we don't want to see anyone getting carted off. Although in boxing, we're good with blood, or MMA, my God, the object of MMA, it's punching until someone bleeds. Oh, once in a while, someone dies. That's how it goes. And make sure you just pay them scale. We love the violence, except when it happens to us or involves us. Here in New York, everyone's screaming about all the violent crime on subways. What are we modeling in sports to people? The Golden State Warriors should have been very clear. Draymond Green, we are suspending you for the first 10 games of the season. The NBA is not going to do it. God knows. The reason we're suspending you is we want to be very clear that we are a dynasty. We are a championship team. Team. We treat each other with the respect that you would want to be treated. We act in a way that will be a role model for our community, for other teams around the league, not just in the way we built our team, but in the way we act as winners and as losers. But the Warriors are going to investigate the leak. And Draymond said, yeah, I'm going to take a little leave. But guess what? I feel like everything will be good by the regular season. That's my favorite. Some people have to go into reflection or they go into rehab and they say, oh, we're not exactly sure we're going to be here until we don't have to be here anymore. Or they say, yeah, I'm in a 30-day program. 30 days from now, I promise I will not be looking for any more hostesses at Applebee's. It's laughable. Draymond Green, I'm good. I'll be fine. Once the regular season starts, you can bet your bippy that I'll be there. All right, Draymond. Way to go, Warriors. Typical. Sometimes I get corrections. I, by the way, sorry. Uh, Four sixty nine eighty four. Draymond Green, Warriors. Give me a break. I'll give you a wait to see. Wait to see is when I tell you something's going to happen. And if it does, I revisit it. If it doesn't, I'll revisit it because I don't want to be one of those gas bags. Draymond Green will play opening day. The Warriors will not suspend him. All of his personal growth will end by game one of the regular season. Wait to see. So we do this show, as you know, for Veterans of Nothing Personal, as we approach coming up next week, I believe is the three-year anniversary of this show, every day of this show because of you all. But I make mistakes. I have no script. I have no prompter. I'm coming to you 45 minutes a day, 
every day other than weekends and when I'm flying back from a place. But we do a lot of shows per year. I said something about expansion fees in in the NBA and one of you corrected me. And when I get corrections, because I do say things that are wrong, I'm going to teach you what's right because I want to educate you. Then you make your own decisions, whether it's politics or anything else. I thought that when the NBA expanded that those fees, that the players would benefit from the fees the owners get. I neglected to remember that expansion fees that owners will receive do not count as basketball-related income. And basketball-related income is how you calculate the salary cap in basketball. Therefore, when the NBA expands, when MLB expands, that is straight dans la poche de le gérante right into owner's pockets. Players won't get any of it. Thank you for that correction. One of the other wait to sees we can revisit, remember uh, right almost uh, two weeks ago, Rob Thompson, uh, I said he will not be retained if the Phillies miss the playoffs or they're eliminated in the first round. Well, they didn't miss the playoffs. They weren't eliminated in the first round and he was retained. There you go. We are 116 and 90, nothing personal pick of the day. Not bad, 26 games over. I don't know if you remember, but we did a show on Thursday and we told you the Colts plus three versus the Broncos was going to be a winner and it was. A quick word to Bronco fans out there. Your quarterback won a Super Bowl when I was 20 years old. I'm slightly exaggerating. You guys put all your eggs in the Walmart cart and the eggs are called Russell Wilson, you are ruining that day. You think that Pete Carroll is not a better football person than anyone with the Broncos right now? The Broncos stink. So I went to watch the Packers play the Giants in London. 80% Packer fans. All over London, there's people wearing Packer stuff. The only other jerseys that I saw 60,000 people at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Packers, Giants, and a few Dolphins things. Amazing. Not many jerseys from other teams, though there are people I was at the game with, Mitch, who said, hey, there, there were a bunch of jerseys from other teams. But I was thinking about London football. The NFL and Major League Baseball so badly want to put a team in London full time. That is their focus. They believe it makes the most sense. And one of the things that's interesting is that the people who are going to these games are all people flying there specifically for the game. I did a total informal survey. First question of the survey. Is your favorite team in the NFL the Jacksonville Jaguars? Not one local person said yes. When I say local people, you can tell when you're in a pub having some tea and Sammies or having a pint or seven, you know who's local and who's not. So I spoke to Packer fans, Giant fans, Americans, and people from England. Nobody's a fan of the Jaguars. Sorry, nice try NFL. Let me try this again. Do you know who's playing this weekend? No, mate. Yeah, you're here for that, that the, the American game, the American football game, right? Yes. Is that this weekend? It's Saturday, right? I had a tour guy, did a tour on a double-decker bus. It was amazing, saw the sights, went to Greenwich to make sure my clock was set at the right time. 
did not know what day the game was. And this was not an octogenarian. This is someone right smack in the NFL demographic. He was 54 and white. Baseball's coming back to London next season. Memo to all leagues. If you want to put a team in London, you better make sure that people are going to travel to see each game. Eight games, maybe. 80 games, no chance toilet pants. Baseball in London will not work. Forget the time change. Forget the jet lag. Forget the time of flight. By the way, the flight from New York to London is five hours and 50 minutes going east, which is shorter than going west to California. Forget all that. Forget the traffic. There's traffic in every city. Forget the fact you have to look right, and if you look left, you're going to get run over by a double-decker going 60 clicks. Forget all that. There are no fan bases in London for either of these sports, period. The people who are working at Tottenham, working the game, security people spoke to them. Who's playing today? Sorry, I don't know. Well, do you see what people are wearing? I'm sorry. Yeah, a lot of green we've seen. A lot of green. Didn't know it was Packers green. Hey, do you like football? Yes, of course. They meant soccer. Packers ate over the Giants was a straight loser. I saw up close and personal how bad the Packers are. Watch them come off the field, go on the field, play on the field, uninspired. Do you get it? Do you get the full circle from the show? You with me with what I just did as a fan? They looked listless. They looked uninspired. Wait, let me get back. What was the word that Tepper used? Tepper used a word. They lacked, there was a loss of intensity. I wonder if Matt LaFleur is going to get canned because the Packers had a lack of intensity in the second half. Packers minus over the Giants. That should count as two losses. 116 and 90. All right. It's MLB time. Do you know starting at 1.30 p.m. Central, we have a quadruple header. 1.30. Is it 1.30, 3.30, 7.30, 9.30 Eastern? Are those the time of the games, Coca? We have four series left. We have Dodgers, Padres, Mariners, Astros, Guardians, Yankees, and Phillies Braves. On Friday, there was a show. Oh, it's 1 and 3.30. Thank you, Coca. 1, 3.30, Got it. So there was, yeah, you hit the control button, which is why it was a parenthetical. I got you. I got you covered. So, Will Middlebrooks, thank you, Will. Shout out to you. We did a show previewing the Wild Card Series that was released on Friday. I'd like to admit to all of you that I made four picks for the four Wild Card Series, and I did not go four for four. Nor did I go three for four, nor did I go two for four. Thank God I went one for four. Not. I got all four wrong. I had the Blue Jays beating the Mariners. Negative. How did that work out? I had the Mets beating the Padres. Mm, nope, didn't happen. I had the Cardinals beating the Phillies. 
I guess, I don't know, was there testing? Was there not testing? I don't know what happened. All I know is, see you later. Cardinals are done. And then there was a fourth series, and I lost that too. And I just can't think of it off the top of my head. We had Mets Padres. We had, oh, I had the Rays beating the Guardians. That was the best chance for the Yankees to even be challenged in the division series. Although, don't sleep on the Guardians, but if you can't hit, right, is the hitting coach going to get fired for the Rays? The Rays don't work that way. I would have done that, right? If you lose a two-game series and you lose one nothing in 15 innings, you fire your hitting coach thinking that's the problem, not giving any credit to the pitching? Okay. So the Mets-Padres was the only series to go three games. Major League Baseball did this two out of three on the hope they'd get a bunch of game threes. The networks wanted a bunch of game threes because you want a winner-take-all game. And only one series was not a sweep. A two-game sweep, but it's a sweep nonetheless. A mini-sweep. So Mets-Padres, Mets win 101 games. Steve Cohn promises you a World Series. Brings in Buck Showalter. Everyone's all excited because he's some sort of winner. I'm not exactly sure what he's won, but he's some sort of winner. They've got Scherzer and DeGrom. We can't lose two out of three when you've got Scherzer and DeGrom going. The Padres are overrated. Soto can hit. They're pitching suspect. And the Mets lost two out of three. In the middle of game three, now, I watched each of the games. They were on between midnight and 1 a.m. to 3 to 4 a.m. in England. And I'd like to say that I watched most of them on TV, but MLB changed the rules so you couldn't do the double, triple authentication unless you had some sort of pay TV provider because they wouldn't let you watch games in the UK. Can anyone from baseball get back to me? Because I know you guys listen. Why would you do that? I'm all in on the regular season blackouts. When it comes to postseason, especially when you're in the UK, if you can find 10 expats living in the UK who want to watch baseball, let them watch baseball. Holy shnikes. I had a better chance of being face-to-face with Harry in the middle of Buckingham Palace than of finding a baseball game to watch in the entire city of London. But what I did see was Eargate. Eargate is what Buck Showalter did when Joe Musgrove, the pitcher for the Padres, was dealing. The Mets were not getting hits. They looked anemic, sort of like they did the last bit of the regular season, but let's not talk about that. Joe Musgrove, the new $100 million man for the San Diego Padres, looked like Rudolph without a nose if he transferred the nose to the ears. Shiny, red. There's got to be sticky stuff on Joe Musgrove's ears. He's got to be doing something because we've got our analytic department, and instead of stealing signs, which you're not allowed to do. We now have the analytics department measuring what the opposing team's pitcher is doing just in case their spin rates are different, their velocity is different, and then we can get word down to the manager, something is afoot or amiss. I can't remember which. Buck Showalter stops the game and has the umpires check Joe Musgrove's ears. So the umpires have to go and literally do a wet willy to Joe Musgrove because now, as you know, the rules have changed with sticky stuff. 
A, you're not allowed to have it. B, we're not really making you strip anymore because that was unsightly for baseball. So it's a joke. The umpires just see the pitcher coming off the mound. They hold hands like they're on a first date going to a terrible movie, not even a horror movie. They're going to like not even a romantic movie, like a Mission Impossible, which is not exactly a hand-holding movie. So you just sort of touch hands like when you're first trying to see if, hey, what's going to happen if I sort of reach lean over a little bit when I'm sitting next to someone who I'm out on a date with, and then the shoulders rub, or they pull away, Uh uh-oh, I definitely can't go for the hand. Or you do the little pinky next to each other, grab the other pinky, and then, ooh, that becomes a full integration of your hands, or it's another pull away. It's sort of like when you do the corner kiss on the lips, but just the corners, so you can say, oh, you turn too much, I meant to kiss you on the cheek, or you turn a little extra more, and boom, you're going full Frenchie. So the umpires are just sort of trying the hands, nothing doing. But they went out to Joe Musgrove at the request of Buck Showalter because that is a rule. As an opposing team's manager, you are allowed to ask for anything. Frank Robinson, Hall of Famer, erstwhile, not erstwhile Hall of Famer, erstwhile live guy, Every time the Nationals or Expos would play the Marlins, he, because they hated the Marlins, shocking, they would demand that our mound be measured at Pro Player Stadium. Every freaking time they came, Frank Robinson would complain. They had to come out, measure the mound, and then I'd call up Joe Torre and say, I've, if Frank Robinson does this one more time, I swear to God, you think we're moving the mound only when the Nationals come to town? And you think like it's impacting the way we're playing against them? but it's still a right they have. So, the internet went a little cray-cray. Everybody's criticizing Buck Showalter. I'm not. That's called gamesmanship. You do anything you can to disrupt. When you're in an elimination game and you're getting it shoved right up your keister, you wanna do anything you can. It's like calling a timeout in basketball to try to stop a momentum swing. It's like calling a timeout to freeze the kicker in football. You're doing anything to disrupt the motion. We would tell our players when you're getting no hit or one hit or we're not hitting well, step out of the box. When we've told you we're going to do a lot of first pitch swinging, don't do first pitch swinging. So we'll change things up during the game. But we would call down to the manager and say, hey, something doesn't look right. That bat looks like it has too much pine tar. That pitcher looks like he's got too much sunscreen, resin, and everything else. What Buck Showalter did was fine. Didn't work, though, which is not a big deal. So now what do the Mets do? The Mets are licking their wounds, and they're figuring out what's next. We'll have time to talk about that maybe even tomorrow because Steve Cohn, he is not going to stop. I promise you that. But for all you Mets fans, you have been put out of your misery. For baseball fans, Division Series series starts today. And we'll be back tomorrow. It's just business. This is Nothing Personal. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite.